I'm Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And yep. making a living means getting paid. Yes. And assigning a number value, <laughs> a cash value Numbers, to what it is that you do. Yeah. And for some people, that becomes like frightening. Exactly. Um, I have, uh, through my years, uh, one of the most important questions that I think it's for, and this is true, I think, for everyone. Forget about creatives, forget about business, forget about everything. Just as a person, asking yourself a question that goes like this. How much is your time worth? Now, and that may seem like a very easy question because they'll just go, well, I work a nine to five job. They pay me fifteen ninety five an hour. So I'm worth fifteen ninety five an hour. And that's yeah. And the go- or the government tells you what you're worth. Yeah, exactly. Your employer tells you what you're worth. Someone else. To de- or you, I, you go to do a job or a gig. Maybe, you, you, you know, maybe you work in a gig based job or a project based job. And someone says, I have this much money to spend. So that's how much you're worth. You know, that kind of thing. This is a question, and you should take time and take this question very seriously because the way you answer this question is going to ultimately affect every single aspect of everything you do going forward. And it is going to also help you define the things that are truly important, that truly matter to you, and the things that actually don't mean anything at all. And the question is, yes. how much is your time worth? Um, first, I'd like to talk a little bit just about time. Yeah, okay. And the notion of time, because we all pretend that we have time, that yes. we have so much of it, and not realizing that time is finite. Exactly. And I guess the older you get, the more you realize I don't have a lot of time left. And getting older has made me really go, what is my time worth? Mm -hmm. And um, what am I willing to do with it? And how much do I want to get paid to give it away if I'm working um, and giving my skill and my talent to another person and that is not forwarding my own career, mm-hmm. right? And and I'll, I'll tell you a quick uh, just analogy of this. Uh, a couple of my clients are charter, charter aviation companies. So private helicopter, private plane, that kind of stuff. Now, when I was younger, I used to think, oh, that's just a luxury. Oh, private travel. That's just, you know, rich people being rich. That's what they do. If you go and talk to any owner of a private aviation group who's the, where their job is to charter people privately to these, to these places, the number one rule that they follow is that everyone on this planet has the exact same amount of time in a day. There is no such thing as extra time. No one in this world has the ability to go, boom, five more hours added to today. There we go. You know, instead of midnight at midnight, we've got five new imaginary hours to add and it'll change with that. Everyone has the same amount of time. And when you are someone who is big in business, big in celebrity, big in success, big in whatever, your time becomes that much more valuable. So it becomes a financial irresponsibility to waste time on things you don't need to waste time on. If a person can drive, and I'll give you an example. One of my clients has a charter helicopter company in New Jersey. And they do a ton of charter helicopter stuff within the New York Northeast area. If someone 
who is a massive CEO to a company, can get from their home in Jersey to New York City in 15 minutes, why in the hell would they waste four hours sitting in traffic doing it on the roads? Every minute that they're not doing the job they're supposed to be doing, their company is losing money. <laughs> so that's how and so that's how I think about my time. And when you start thinking about your time in that, when you've assigned that number to yourself, you'll start going through all the things in your life and going, why the hell am I spending any time on this? <laughs> because the second half of the equation is ROI, return on investment. Every minute you spend doing on something or spending your time on it, you are investing that time. And as we said at the very start, time is finite. So you only have so much you can invest every day. So if I'm investing three hours sitting in social media, just scrolling through, looking at things and seeing what Cardi B is up to and whatever else, is that worth the amount of money? I always say I'm spending, I'm spending my time. So, oh, spending. So if you look at what you're uh, giving away for free, mm -hmm. that's something you might want to change. I, underst I understand the aviation thing on um, when I was playing Vegas. Mm -hmm. So I'm uh, playing Vegas. I'm opening for, who was I open? I think for Friends. And um, I was the opening act, and I'm killing it. Mm -hmm. I'm killing it. So uh, the laughs made my set longer than usual. Okay. And uh, so I went to 19 minutes. I was supposed to do 17 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I went to 19. But I thought everybody would be thrilled because I was, I knocked it out of the park, right? Mm -hmm. Getting the big laughs. Well, I got so chewed out by oh. uh, the manager, stage manager or um, um Gosh, what hotel was it? I can't remember. Caesars. Okay. And I got so chewed out, and and I got, it was two minutes. Yeah. I said, you yeah. know, I'm really young. I yeah. Go, it's just two minutes. Yeah. Right. And he goes, Do you know how much this casino makes in two minutes? While they're watching your little comedy act. <laughs> Right, mm -hmm. they should be spending money in the casino. Yep, and that two, you know, two minutes lost us. I can't remember what he said, but yeah. you know, thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to understand the relationship between time and money. And we all mm -hmm. hear that time is money, money yep. is time, whatever that is. And you have to assign it to yourself. That's the, that's one of the big things about it is, you know, that guy at that casino was probably told on his first day exactly how much money that casino makes every minute because I bet you the people in charge of that casino, they know that number every day and they're trying to increase that number every single day. Right, and his job is to get people out of that showroom and into the casino because yep. that's why they spend so much money on bringing stars there to bring people there mm -hmm. because on their way out they're going to drop it at the blackjack table yep. the poker table whatever so okay so let's let's talk about how does somebody do this because you know let's just go like uh okay i'm um i'm an entry-level person yep. i got no discernible skills okay <laughs> you know, or i'm a stand-up comic i'm doing open mics Mm -hmm. I can't seem to get what is what is how, do, how does a a person who's not making a lot of money mm -hmm. um, is not 
successful yet. How do they discern uh, what their time is worth? How do we do this? Well, one of the first things you have to realize is that this is a number that you are keeping for you. This is not something that you're going to turn around and tell to people until you are at the skills level, training level, and results level that where you can demand that kind of thing. This is more of a control uh, technique for your own time and for things to make sure you're concentrating on the things you should be concentrating on. Um, so I... I always say the less you know, the more you should be adding to that hourly because suddenly all that time in between is going to matter a lot more because the time in between, let's say I have no skills. I'm intro. I'm working, I'm working the fryer at McDonald's. Okay. That's the extent. My skills extend to how to operate the fryer at McDonald's. Okay. And, so you're getting 15 it. bucks an hour. Yeah. If, if that, if I'm in California, I'm getting 15 bucks right. an hour or whatever. All right. So, okay. So, does that mean that you're t you're worth fifteen dollars an hour? So that's the question you have to ask yourself: Am I just worth fifteen dollars an hour? And the person who I want to be, if your aspiration is to be the manager of McDonald's, then you can find out how much the manager's making, and then you should act accordingly to that. But that's probably not people who are listening to this podcast want to be the manager of McDonald's. They want to be a celebrated comic. They want to be a top level speaker they want to be a, a, a praised artist they want to be they want to be at the highest levels okay so they're gonna say you know what for me when I approach things in my life I make a thousand dollars an hour now that may seem insane then you'd be like oh, I don't know anyone who makes a thousand dollars an hour I can name you four lawyers who charge that much but that's the thing is like so if your time is worth a thousand dollars an hour what are you going to allow to happen in that time when you're not doing the thing you should be doing? Because now that training that you're doing to get yourself to the next level is now worth $1,000 an hour to you. Do you think you're going to pay attention to something that's worth $1,000 an hour versus something that's worth $15 an hour? What about video games? <laughs> now like, now we're getting like, into like another level of intention. Because yeah. like, so I have a little decree that I, that I put in my Panda Planner, which is rest or progress. There's, there's no in-between. I don't dwell in anything. I'm either resting, which is very important. You have to rest and recharge and recharge your batteries, or you have to progress. Now, I want to tell the people listening to this, like, Jason does, um, he's an entrepreneur. He has his own company with a partner. Um, he does video production, um, a lot of video production, a lot of editing. He um, He's put together my entire online um, university. Um, he's now running marketing. He... He, and and he's the first person I've ever hired who gets everything done on time or would have a communication with me of when he's going to get it done, mm -hmm. you know, but everything gets done. I've never worked with somebody who has been more mm -hmm. um, um, in communication and um, uh, and completely together with your integrity. Yep. Right. What you say you're going to do, you get done and you get done a lot <laughs> and and to add to that i also play video games i'm a huge gamer i love binge watching netflix and i smoke marijuana so <laughs> add Full all disclosure. so how, yeah so so okay so how, how how does he do well i have made it a point <laughs> to eliminate all the things that i do not feel have the value of my time I so what to, have you eliminated news is one first and broadcast news i used to watch the news and read the news obsessively every day yeah and i would li like this let me tell you about low vibration jason's normal day 
Low vibration Jason would get up, open up his phone first thing before doing anything else, click the news button and get pissed off at something. <laughs> then low vibration Jason would walk around his apartment in his underwear, yelling at the universe about how stupid everyone else is in the world until he realized he had wasted too much time pacing and arguing and hasn't done the work that he was supposed to get done that morning because I'm getting a phone call or a message from some client or my business partner going, hey, where's that thing you said you were going to give me? And I go, God damn it. And I run in there and I angrily start pounding out the work and I'm mad at myself and I'm like, oh, so stupid. What a thing. And then I go and then I finish finish what I need to get done and I open up that damn news browser again and lo and behold there's another article that pisses me off and I still haven't brushed my teeth taken a shower changed my clothes and there's Jason pacing around his apartment going why is everyone so stupid if everyone would just do this it would be that much better and blah, 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 blah. giving away all my power all my energy all my stuff into stuff that I have no control over at all ah the word control high vibration Jason wakes up does his morning routine. What's your, uh, like, uh, Like whatever. my Panda Planner, meditation, I did all, all that stuff. I have a whole detailed thing mm. that I do. We can talk about morning routines at another time. Um, do my morning routine. Then I look at my calendar. Then, based on the calendar, I do a brain dump, which is all the things that are going on that I just need to get out of my system. Then I create my to-do list. I do. And What's a brain dump? A brain dump is where you just sit down with a blank piece of paper or a blank. Uh, usually, it's better if you write it down versus mm -hmm. doing it on the computer. And you just put, you just dump out all the things you can think of that you need to do. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do laundry. I need to wash the dishes. Oh, I need to send that proposal. I need to charge this person's card. I need to do that. And I just, blah, 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 and I just dump it, vomit it out on the page in no particular order under no category or whatever. The pages are terrifying when I'm done. I take that page and now I've dumped everything out that I could possibly think of. So now I can start prioritizing and organizing the things that I Let need to do. Let me ask you something. Let's just say someone calls you before you do your brain dump and goes, I need this. You got to do this right away. Bum, bum, bum. Do you, do you, do you like uh, well, then not do your brain dump? No. Or? It's, well, first of all, they're going to voicemail because they're during the time. Because I, as, as you know that's very well. That's your time. That's my time. And if you, if you work with me, you know that the reason things get done is because everything is in the schedule. If we have a call out of the blue, unless it's a massive emergency, right. I don't stop anything. And those are so rare. And what you find out is the more you start taking control of that time, the less of those emergencies occur. So you um, you take the time that's your time that mm -hmm. you're not giving away. That's yep. just for your own development, your own serenity, mm -hmm. um, your rest, yep. uh, your progress, Whatever it is, whether you want that time to be video games or mm -hmm. smoking pot or whatever it is, yep. that is your friggin' time. Exactly. Well, the, here's the other thing, too, is then when the time comes for the things that need to get done for other people, that time is designated as well. When I am on the phone with a client, I am never on the phone eating lunch with the TV on and music playing in the background <laughs> while I'm also checking emails. No, if I'm talking to you on the phone, I am talking to you on the phone, giving you my 100% attention and things during that time. And when we are done, we are done talking. 
then I go and I designate the time of the things that I said I was going to do for you right into the calendar immediately. I know that like Judy and I had a conversation at 5 p.m. on Monday when we were done at 5.45. By the time we were wrapping up that call, I was entering when I was going to do that work right into my calendar as literally the moment we were done talking. Wow. And so how does this, what does this have to do then with setting a monetary value for time? Ah, so what happens is, is I can only do that when I know that I have a very strict value assigned to how much I am worth, and then it blocks all the things I don't need. So uh, Seth Godin has a great story about when he went into a blog writing class and, or no, I'm sorry, he went into like a Google SEO something or other class and he sits down and the woman starts talking and he realizes that a lot of the stuff this person is saying is things he's heard before, just in other ways, stuff he's found online. And finally, he just raises his hand and says, what is the most important thing that I could be doing, the most thing that will set me apart from everything else? And the woman goes, well, writing new content every day. He says, thank you. He gets up and he walks out of the room. <laughs> the seminar still has another three hours to go. All he wanted was the most important thing that got him the furthest because he's looking at that clock going, this is costing me this much. Is this worth it? Ah. Okay. So it's, it's you know, because I had an experience like that. I went to Landmark Education, which was terrific. It's kind of like it used to be mm -hmm. S, whatever. They have different courses. Then I got to a course taught by someone who was a former student. I didn't think he was that bright. Mm -hmm. He was telling us we all have to commit to a project, get a project going, and then we had to go in every single, and I started to realize committing to a project I've done, that's mm -hmm. not a problem. Yep. And then I started thinking, I'm smarter than these people. Now, usually that's not true, mm -hmm. but in this case it was. And, and, and I was talking to the person who was my coach or whatever, mm -hmm. and I said, you know what's gonna be good for me is to quit. Yeah. Because this time, learning things I've already learned before would be better spent writing uh, uh, another book, mm -hmm. putting together something else, and it's taken up my whole night. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, you could do that, but you have to quit in front of everybody. Okay, And you have to tell everybody, and they're all, these people are sort of brainwashed to go, I, you have to commit to this, or mm -hmm. you don't commit, you're a loser. And so I said, I want you to know I'm quitting, and I'm quitting because I already know how to do all of this. And it yeah. sounded so freaking arrogant yeah. and so unlike myself. Mm -hmm. And it really triggered everybody and says, you can't quit. You really, you know, that's bullshit. You really need to learn this. And I go, actually, my lesson in life is learning when to quit. Yep. And, um, and because we all have different lessons to learn. Mm -hmm. Some people needed to learn how to complete a project. I complete everything I do, and that's not always a good thing because some of the things <laughs> I decided to do are not worth doing. Yeah. And so my thing is don't give up, never give up, always complete, and I've wasted a lot of my life um, doing that. And, I mean, I've had years of my life for plays, screenplays, things mm -hmm. that were never going to amount to anything, Oh, yeah, what got you there? That's what got you here? Nah, mm -hmm. not so much. It was a waste. <laughs> it was a waste of time. Mm -hmm. So when I started to think of what is my value, and I guess is that what we're talking about, value yep. and time? My, my confusion is, though, how do you get that, that amount? Because you talked about a specific amount. Yep. God knows I do not pay 
Jason $1,000 an mm-hmm. hour. I'm just going to say that yep. right now. Yeah, well, here's the thing is, as I said, it is a personal barometer that you are assigning. Now, the other thing about this too is this is a filtering system. This is gets you focused on what it is you should be doing. So the reason I arbitrarily say $1,000 an hour is because if I say you're spending $1,000 an hour, you could be either spending or earning $1,000 an hour, depending on how you're working your time. Are you going to start paying attention to every minute of what you are spending your time on? Absolutely you are. If I said, yeah, you're worth whatever anyone else assigns to you, are you really going to care? Have you ever been to the DMV? Have you ever experienced what it's like to work with city workers who get the same pay in the same eight hours, regardless of how much work they spit out or not? Or when you go to companies that you go and speak to where you're trying to get people motivated and energized and working and they make and they know that, you know, they'll make 500 bucks today, whether they do a mountain amount of work or whether Mm -hmm. they do one one item, they're going to make the same amount of money. Are those people motivated and doing the things they need to do? Of course not. As creatives, we generally don't have that kind of system. So we have to create it ourselves. If I am worth a thousand dollars an hour. And I am talking with a client who can potentially pay me money. Am I going to be half in, distracted, not engaged, no intention, not helping with any plans? No, I want my $1,000. So I'm going to be paying attention. I'm going to be right there. I'm going to be showing up. I'm going to be present. And I'm going to knock out the work. So you're talking about act as if that's what you get. Yeah, act as if. And here's the thing is each day I'm getting closer. Like, that's the thing is like, now my number isn't a thousand dollars an hour because I have over the years been able to construct it down to what I actually, like, I've been able to make the metric happen because my work centers around hourly time. And I know how much I can make based in amount of time I'm um, designating to a particular project. But when you're starting out, when you have no idea, when you're the guy who runs the fries at McDonald's, but wants to be a famous screenwriter, when you assign that number value, you're going to start protecting your time and concentrating on the things that are important. And let's just say you're doing an open mic and Mm -hmm. you're doing it for free. You're not getting paid. But if you act as if you are getting, uh, let's say I'm making 12,000 for this gig. Um, then you're going to get up there. You're going to take a shower first. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, you're not going to smell. You're going you're to show up on time. You're going to show up on time. You're going to like nail it. You're going to work on it. You're going to kill it because mm-hmm. it's important to you. Um, and 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 it's worth it. And why? And I have a hard time sometimes um, justifying how much I get paid. Mm-hmm. Like um, for certain things like let's say a corporate event where you're making a lot for an hour. Yep. But then you have to go, okay, I'm here motivating, inspiring this entire group. Mm-hmm. And how much do these people make at this convention for everybody to come back next year mm-hmm. and to know they had a great time? Yep. Right? So what is that worth? I mean, you really have to look in terms of what is the um, return, ROI, I guess you're talking yep. about, uh, for what you are giving. Mm-hmm. I I found like now that I'm getting older and I know time is finite, mm-hmm. I'm beginning to ask myself, um, um, <laughs> and I think all of us are asking us this question, is my time served shopping 
or having it delivered. Oh, I was just about to you get know, to that. Uh, yep. Because that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. That is what something that's now available to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, the supermarkets. Yeah. Now, Depending on where you live. Yeah. It's, what is it? I don't know. It's. I think they raise the prices on the produce yeah. or it's like, uh, and then plus $15. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it's 25 Let's say it's $25. Exactly. Okay. I'm at the place where I'm going like, uh, I got to go buy this shit. Da, da, da. Well, I could have it postmated, or mm-hmm. I can have this, or what is better serves my time, and am I worth it? And mm-hmm. I think it's a different choice than between uh, business class and coach, because because yeah. business class is a lot more money, but you're going to get there in the same amount of time, yeah. right? Yeah, and then well, but then it also because because. The thing is, is by asking this question, you're going to start asking better questions of yourself. So for example, I just went up and did a gig in Oregon up in Ashland. Okay. I chose to drive my company van up to Ashland instead of fly. Now people go, well, why you lost so much time? You know, it's, it's an hour and 45 minutes in a plane and it's, you know, 10 hours on the road. Well, for me, I'm hauling tons of gear. I'm also if you add in how much time it takes to get to LAX, paying for parking while I'm there, mm-hmm. the, the aggravation of hauling all that gear and checking it in, then sitting on the plane, getting delayed, going through all the, all these other things that could mm-hmm. happen versus me having total control. Once again, we're talking about control again over what's going on and me being able to go up. And when I get there, I'm relaxed. I have everything I need. It's right there. I have control of when I go and when I stay. I'm not set to someone else's schedule. I'm not relying on Uber to get to me on time so I can get to the thing. And I can perform my job to the best of my ability when I arrive. I know people who will pay that extra money for business class, even though it's the same amount of time, because when they get off that plane, they're expected to perform the moment they step off. Well, this is really great just to listen to your opinions, because what you're actually saying is if you act as as if you are worth it, Mm -hmm. you become worth it. And Mm -hmm. I remember... um, one of the best gigs I ever had, and this was the height of the, my speaking career, was um, in 2008, mm-hmm. before the recession. Um, and I was hired to do one speech mm-hmm. on a boat, on a ship. Yep. And it was a, uh, the um, was a Regent Line, Regency Line, which was a high-end, five-star uh, uh, ship and mm-hmm. it was for an insurance company and they treated their best sellers and I was going to do the closing keynote the very last day mm-hmm. so that was an hour but meanwhile I'd be on the ship I'd invite someone I'd be flown first class to Fort Lauderdale aboard it go to Honduras what have you yep. do scuba diving had a lot of fun awesome. right uh, uh, all the alcohol order everything I wanted anything I wanted mm-hmm. right and I was charging, I think, ten thousand. Mm-hmm. But the agent said to me, "But they're taking you off your calendar for a week." Now I'm thinking, mm. this is going to be a vacation. This yeah. is sensational. I do it. You do it for free, yep. right? In exchange, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Because as a, as a comic, you do cruise ships and you get fifteen hundred for the week, right? And mm-hmm. you have to do all. I'm just one show. Yep. And they go, I say, we just ask twenty five thousand plus round trip plus your friend plus whatever. Mm-hmm. And they went, oh, yeah, fine, not a problem. So this notion of my time 
taking me off calendar for the whole week because mm-hmm. nobody would be able to book me. And once I'd be on that ship, I was on that ship. Yep. Right. And you can't I do went, anything else. You have no other means of making you money. Have no you other have- means. And all of a sudden, I went, "Oh, I didn't tell them that. <laughs> you know, I only have like you know four, you know, the most four gigs a week or something mm-hmm. uh, a month. So this was like a real wake up call to how the successful the corporate world works. Exactly. And the corporate world works in terms of money and time. And 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 how much of your well, time and, they're and, taking? And essentially, it becomes you're not getting paid for the amount of time you're spending. You're getting paid for your expertise. That's what you're getting paid for. Right. And when you're getting paid for your expertise, your time becomes ten times more valuable when you're just getting paid for your time to be at that job. Um, the other great thing about assigning an, a, a dollar amount to to your time is that you also don't make poor, what I call poor principle decisions. And I'll give you an example. So my business partner just got back from Jamaica. Uh, He's going to hate that I'm telling this story, but he doesn't listen. Uh, He just got back from Jamaica doing a shoot for a TV show we're working on. He got back from Jamaica, and when you fly into Jamaica with a bunch of equipment, they make you pay or basically put a deposit down because they want to make sure you're not coming to the country to sell off all this gear on the black market and then Mm -hmm. come back. So you have to put a deposit down at the airport at Customs, uh, and then when you come back, they write you a check back, and you you can you can get the money back. Well, it's kind of a scam because what happens is is he came down and they said, okay, for all this gear you're bringing, you need to write us a check for a thousand dollars. So he went, okay, he wrote him a check for a thousand dollars. They cashed it, whatever. On the when he came back to get his payment, they said, okay, we're going to write you a check for a thousand dollars. Here you go. Now you need to go right over there to the currency exchange, and they'll give you the cash for it. And he went, well, that's kind of weird. Okay, well, so he walks over to the thing, gives them the check, and they go, okay, here's your $717 back. And he goes, well, 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 well I gave them a thing for 1000 You're right back. And they said, well, yeah, but with the exchange rate, you know. <laughs> you think. So obviously, it's a little scam that they're running and things like that. Well, he goes, no, I'm not going to let you ch- uh, deposit or change this check out. I'm sure I can get more for this if I go home and do it through a regular bank. Uh, knowing that it's a Jamaica check and almost no banks in the U.S. will honor it. So he doesn't get the money. He holds on to the check, flies back home. First, he heads off to Bank of America. Hey, can you deposit? Nope, it's a business check from Jamaica. We won't honor it. Well, crap. So now he drives over to the Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, hey, can we do the thing? They dilly him around for an hour. Oh, no, sorry, we can't. You just go. So he ends up going to a third bank. And now, so he's been, he's probably spent about four hours now trying to make this happen. And they say, well, we'll tell you what. We can take the check. We can attempt to deposit it. We cannot guarantee it. And at minimum, it's going to take three weeks before anything happens. He goes, fine. So we're on the road recently in New Mexico for another shoot. And he goes, hey, we got the money. And I went, oh, great. How much did we get? And he goes, 800 bucks. (laughs) So we spent four hours of his time, three weeks waiting to save $100. Now, if you add up how much his time is worth, we took a horrific loss on that. Because he spent all that time because of principle. It's the principle of the thing that's where they i have seen more companies 
go under because of principle because they have not assigned that amount of money to their team. And that's what I've been realizing again with my finite amount of time. I was in Spain. I rented a car. The the, the uh, car company, rental company, they have my credit card. And they emailed me and said, uh, you got a ticket while you're there. Now, I did not get a ticket mm-hmm. while I was there. It's 25 euros. It was $30. And I'm going, well, I can mount a, uh, a suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? This is, and you know what? It's, I, I have something called a contingency screw up budget. Mm-hmm. And it all yeah, goes you've into that. that before, yeah. Because you've got to go, your time is valuable. So mm-hmm. let's just give them everybody um, um, a little exercise here. Okay. The first thing is to, at the end of the day, look and write down everything you have. Become conscious of how you're spending your time. Mm-hmm. Write how you spent the entire day. Mm-hmm. What did you do? Circle something where you actually made money. Yep. Right? Or you served yourself. Yes. Okay. You you did you something served yourself. to serve yeah, yourself. Yeah, you served yourself. You served your dream. You served your purpose. Your dream or your health yep. or or your prosperity. You, you serve an yeah. aspect of All yourself. All of those things aiming towards your purpose. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So, right. Uh, you served your stress. You smoked yeah. some pot, whatever. Yep. That's fine, too. You know, you took a nap. That's fine, mm-hmm. too. Um, and now, what is something that you wasted and cut it out? Can yep. you cut it out? Can you treat your time as valuable and see what leads towards your success and what is just wasting it? Mm-hmm. And treat yourself like you are worth $1,000 an hour. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.